Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, I've got Nick, Dylan, and Mike. Say hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Ariet is off this week, so we will hopefully see her next week. And we'll jump right on into our new segment. There's not much, but there's a few things. First things first, Abigail Klein debuts as Stephanie on August 17th. Are we excited to see her? Curious, because we didn't get to see a lot of her on... Beyonce. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't have much thing because she laid in the bed for all four episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was intentional because but I, based on her interview and like like what she said, because she did a whole interview on Soap Opera Digest about her coming in and she said like she auditioned for the role and like she actually had lunch with um Steven Nichols before they started working. So he gave her like the lowdown on how days works and she loves working with Steven and Mary Beth. So I'm kind of really curious to see what she's like and what they do with her so i'm excited and then we also have a new character debuting next week named sloan played by jessica serafati not sure how to pronounce that but she debuts as leo's lawyer next week and i'm kind of curious because i think this is the same actress who's been in a lot of greg vaughn's stories when it like whenever what he would like post like he was out with the cast or like in a group photo with the cast she was always there so i'm wondering if they're going to do something with sloan and eric hmm. i'm kind of curious what are your thoughts i don't know i just i'd be i don't know i, I need to see her first because they don't really tell us anything about her so yeah, I, Bes- I found besides her being a <laughs> yeah, besides her being a lawyer, there, I think I remember that audition that went around. I think I put it in the group chat of that lawyer who seemed to have a history with Eric. Well, based I on think that's who this is. Based on the description you gave, it's giving me Taylor Delgado vibes. So I'm very weary. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're not a Taya fan. I was like, why are you weary? But I forget you don't really love Taya. I mean, she cool. <laughs> and then last, <laughs> that's right. You're a ton of Blair, Blair Stan. I forgot about that. And then last but not least, Soap Opera Digest confirms that Casey Moss has wrapped up his latest stint as JJ. He good because he was going to fuck this case up. Between him and Chad, this is civil rights. This is beneficial to the police. So um, it kind of sucks that like we didn't get a goodbye with his parents or like acknowledgement on screen. And maybe we will in the coming week. Um, I would have liked him with Jada, by the way, but that would have been kind of interesting, I think. I shall remain quiet. <laughs> please, please. But it looks like they're definitely like it looks like just based on spoilers too, they're gonna be having Jada and Chad in a lot of scenes together, besides the stuff that aired this week. So I'm kind of curious. Hmm. I like they're throwing Jada everywhere to kind of see where she works, and I like that. Yeah, and but I'm working like everywhere when I need them to stop. <laughs> just gonna upset when but I don't we'll, get certain we'll just- things I want. <laughs> We will discuss that a little further on in the headlines, but that is it for our news. And now we can jump into our first headline, which is, yeah, there wasn't really a whole lot to really discuss newsworthy this week. Just a couple comings and goings. That was it. 
Uh, but first things first, as Rafe and Gabby discuss Gabby's relationship with Shin, it is revealed that Shin is the one bankrolling Rolf's lab. He orders Rolf to delay waking up Stefan as long as possible. Okay. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I don't like it. I do not like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Because I'm one of the few people, the few, the proud, the only. <laughs> I actually like Lee and Gabby and think they have chemistry. Now, look, I know I y'all been yelling up and down the timeline talking about they don't have chemistry where well, y'all can suck my gooch. I like because it. Because we all agree with you because everybody what? here sees the chemistry. So I who like exactly are you I'm yelling at, the other people who, I'm talking to the other people who've been up and down the timeline just yelling. They don't have chemistry. Well, I see it. If you don't like it, suck my gooch. I'll say it again. <laughs> Anyways... I don't like it because it's given a very racist trope. Why are you making the Asian man be the villain in all this by keeping the secret over the white person who's been dead for three years? It, it's not right. I don't like it. it. It's what it is. Now, I get that Gabby would instantly go to Stefan, but you could actually make this a fucking toss-up because it shows that Gabby and Lee are getting closer. But this, this just isn't it. See, and I have a slightly different take. I, I am actually intrigued by it because as much as I liked the Gabby Shin dynamic and like saw their chemistry and enjoyed them in scenes together, it never felt like either one of them were that serious about the other one. It always felt like they were using each other rather than actually having feelings for each other. So well, to it, be fair, I get what you're saying and you're right. But to be fair, the writing hasn't been invested in doing anything more than that. You know what I mean? And right. Shows, but I'm wondering if it it, because it's like they had plans on bringing Stefan back out long. You know what I mean? I'm wondering if that was intentional because they were then planning on doing this. And to me, Lee is a thousand times more interesting as a character. Now that they've added these layers what of layers? darkness, what layers? Thank you. Let, let's, let's, oh, okay. No, go ahead. Woosa. Um, that's why I haven't said anything. I'm just. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tell me what the layers are. Because before he wasn't really doing anything for me. And I don't know, like he, he got. He, and there's he a reason acting... for that. They were planning on bringing the white man. Mm. He's doing what Gwen did. He's literally doing what Gwen did. He's manipulating and, the situation so he can get closer to Gabby for whatever reason. And he's going to be thrown under the bus. And what makes it even more glaring that he's going under the bus is the fact that Remington Hoffman isn't even on contract. Um, but he, Emily he, O'Brien. They have made, uh, okay, no. He's, he's Let's on be very time. clear. They have made zero effort with Lee Shin as a character. Thank you. Name one person he talks to that's not Gabby. True. Name one thing he does that doesn't have anything to do with Gabby. Or so I'm, I'm So I'm sitting here asking you seriously, what layers have they added to his characterization? Because it, 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 for me, it, it gives... They've done nothing but throw him under the bus. Like, I'm sorry. I, it, let's just call it what it is. They're resting on two extremely racist tropes here. The undesirable Asian man and the sneaky Asian betrayer. And like, you can try to clean it up all you want to, but that's exactly and precisely what it is. No, I thought- And if they wanted to do anything different, they would be writing him 
differently. They would be giving him other relationships. They would be giving him other purposes. They would be exploring his point of view and his character. They would, they would be, be exploring his... Abby and Lee, period. Instead of like, just having them fuck every episode. But it is very, very clear that he is expendable. And it is very, very clear that they have no investment in him. Otherwise, they would not be writing it in this way. Like, I thought when we saw Wendy, okay, they're opening the door. They're going to expand this character. Mm-hmm. And they still can be because we aren't where where this was filmed beyond Salem has isn't a thing yet. So Wendy could be coming up in like the next month or so. And the thing is, even if we do see Wendy or we hear more about Wendy, I don't think there's going to be. I think they've any kind of investment in Lee. I don't think there's any investment in Lee. And I don't and I don't think there's going to be a way to salvage him in the audience's eyes. Unless because, they actually make him a Demera, like is rumored. If he's if he ends up being Megan's son, like is that cra- like there's a crazy Oh, so he that- needs to be attached to the white woman for his character to ding, be, ding, be, ding. You, <laughs> like, do you see where we're going here? Yeah, I no, thought I, about that a while ago and I didn't say it. Oh, I'm gonna always listen. Because the, like, the, the I, moment I'm, he mentioned his I, mom, I'm like, they they've never mentioned his mother. Why are they suddenly like, mentioned his mother? I don't mind. I don't mind being the person that's always accused of playing the race card or making everything about race or whatever. Because, like, listen, if y'all didn't write things, we wouldn't have to things, say it. Yeah. Thank you. And it wasn't even about so, like, him I'm not having to be connected I'm, to them. It was before they threw him under the bus. Now connecting him to Megan. <sighs> Again, I'd rather y'all not write for people of color, rather not bring people of color on, than y'all bring them on just to throw them under the bus and get them out of the way in a few months. Because like even if he's not, even if he's still around in a few months, because it does seem like he's still taping. Yeah, I think they're going to send him further down the rabbit hole of doing terrible shit. I just do. Because him telling Rolf, hey, leave him asleep a little bit longer. I'm trying to get closer to Gabby. That's and it's coming off creepy and stalkerish now. Like, oh, because when it was a scene where he said to Gabby, um, can you do as you're told? Uh, well, I don't know if it was this week or the week before, but it came it was off- this week because even even that scene, like their whole interactions. And now that we know what's coming are hitting completely differently than they did. Before. But that but that particular scene aired before the end of the episode. And it was before we knew what was coming with him and Rolf and Stefan. So I'm like, now you're doing this heavy handed. Oh, he's about to either go stark raven mad. He's gonna kidnap her. He's gonna he's gonna push Stefan out a window. Like he's gonna do something terrible, and I don't like it because it wasn't like they're writing it as if people weren't already rooting for Stefan and Gabby. People have been rooting for them nonstop, even when he was in the grave. They wanted him back. There was no then, reason to throw throw Leishan under the bus this way. There was no reason to dirty him up to make to justify Gabby going back to Stephanie. And, and again, and again, Gabby would have went back to Stephanie anyway. But regardless, it been a because at the end of the day, she's even said, "I don't know where this is going, but I would like to see where it's going." You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, because like that conversation there, there with been a way that, with Rafe that and Gabby, you could see she wasn't sure where her and, and Shin were going. And even still, I don't like that they would make Megan his mom. But if they did, the ramifications of Gabby going back and forth between 
two big players in the Demera family could have gave us 10 years worth of story at the very least. You're being short-sighted because it's not two white men. And I'm just going to say it. As far, as far as I'm concerned, even if Lee does get connected to Megan, he's probably going to end up like Theo in a few months. Off screen. Exactly. Like, <laughs> but again, y'all are being short-sighted because it's not a triangle. Well, it's not a triangle anyway. But it's not a triangle between two white men. It's a white man and a person of color. And technically a woman of color, too. Exactly. Like, I don't know what else, how else to put it. It is what it is. And it's like, and, it again, and I know people are going to be like, oh, no, it's not that anyone is saying that characters of color cannot be villains or characters of color cannot do bad things or whatever. It is simply that if you are going to write a character of color in a certain position, doing certain things, you have to keep in mind that because because they are a character of color, there is a segment of your audience that is automatically not going to give them Any you know, grace. the grace or the benefit of the doubt that they would extend to people who are not of color. That you part. have to write them with some care and consideration. This has so far, the way they have presented this has been with zero care and consideration for Lee. As a character. And not only that, had they had written him as a villain all along or been dropping like little hints that he was in a evil way, I would have been fine with this. But it's clear that you're doing a complete bait and switch because y'all are bringing Stefan back. For reminding you of Aiden when. Well, n- no, it's just a simple fact of I don't mind villains that are black or any other color. No, but you, you remember how but, like Aiden got the about face and turned immediately into a villain the day that Bo well, came well, back. See, yeah, see that was bad, but this is different. No, I know it's different. I'm just it was reminding yeah, me uh, of that. Yeah, it, it's just very much you're switching because you're bringing the white person back. That's how it comes off. Not that you wanted this man to be a power player and a villain from the very jump. Had you done that, I wouldn't be complaining, but here we are. Yeah, they they haven't really explored. I guess my thing is always they haven't really showed us much of Lee one way or the other to show whether or not this is technically in character because we don't know much about him. And it's and the lack of presentation of Lee is intentional. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Because We're not getting a sob story like we got a thousand times with Gwen. Because it's, it's we're not very, his point of view at all. It's very deliberate. Like bastard. He looks. He looks evil. He looks calculated. He looks. He looks a certain way, and the viewing audience in daytime is not forgiving of characters of color in that way. They're not accepting. They're not understanding. So you're. He. He was already fighting an uphill battle as a character of color. Now you're going to sully him, and then go forward with this story and expect people to be. What do you expect? Like people are people are going to turn on him. They already started. People are already against him because he wasn't Stefan or Jake. They're going to turn on him. And this writing regime doesn't have the range to figure that out or don't care to. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm I am curious to see how this all goes and I I'm, I'm hope I I'm hoping 
against hope that it doesn't go as badly as we're think as y'all think are thinking that it could. I want to believe that it won't. It's kind of already there. Uh, yeah, like you gotta. Uh, it's there. <laughs> like it's. Uh, Oh, say what you were going to say, Dylan. It's okay. I mean, as at a certain point, I, I love you, but at a certain point, the way that you cape for repeatedly for for things that they do that are repeatedly problematic uh, is frustrating. Okay, no, that's this, fair. This is not. If this were just Leishin, it wouldn't. The reaction that we're having would not be so passionate. But it's not just Leishin. Once is an incidence, twice is a coincidence, three times or more is a pattern. This is a pattern. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. And and like not acknowledging that, it starts to feel a little, I'm not going to say disrespectful, but it is intentionally obtuse. I'm sorry that, I'm sorry. That's not my intention at all. Um, I, you know. I guess you're trying to see the best in the show, but it's like. <laughs> Sometimes the I'm just, best is shit. I'm just trying. Yeah, I mean, to it's just like sometimes a thing is just a thing. Like you can, you can love something and still just acknowledge when it falls short. And this is one of those things that they consistently fall short on. Yeah, I've gotten to the point with specifically with this genre where I'm very, very realistic. I don't. I can hope for the best, but I'm I'm realistic, and I know. And I'm the first thing I do when it comes to any character, specifically a character of color, is I've, I'm aware of how this genre operates. I'm aware of how these writers operate. I go back and look at all the things they've done. Like right now, Lee Shin, hello, Brad Cooper, like on GH. Like that's that's how we met Brad, being the sneaky Asian. And Ron created the character. So I'm just, I, I can only work with what Ron has already given me. I can't expect something from him he hasn't given me before. I'm just, I'm working with what he gives me. And what he's given me is problematic shit, specifically when it comes to Asian and Black and Brown characters. Will he prove me wrong? I don't know. Do I expect him to prove me wrong? No. But I can only work with what he's given me. And like I said, that's fair. And I don't mean to come off dismissive or disrespectful. Um, I completely see what you're saying i'm just saying that it, it didn't hit me that way when i was watching it because we, we've had these conversations after i already seen it and when i was originally watching it i was actually watching and like kind of intrigued by the darker turn that lee took out of context it's very intriguing <laughs> like out of context i could have been fine but when you put it in context and realize that they haven't invested in Lee at all, and he's only been to prop Gabby and whoever, whatever man they want her with at the moment before it was Jake. Now it's Stefan. It's just, it, it's too hard to, it's hard to ignore that. It's hard to ignore, but it's also hard to see the, try to see the, the brightest outcome, try to see the silver lining because they're not presenting one. Just a cloud. And the thing, <laughs> is like it's in this particular case it is so incredibly unnecessary Very. because it didn't have to be this way Stefan could just came back and Gabby could have been went back to wanted to go back to Stefan immediately but realized Stefan ain't shit because he wasn't before 
<laughs> maybe and be like, maybe Lee is the better option. That we could have watched her wrestle with that and actually fall See, for Lee. But now, yeah, he, that, now he's manipulating the situation and trying to force it when he doesn't have to. Yeah, I, and I will say that the scene in the promo where he's like, maybe you should take Stefan's necklace off did hit me wrong. I'm like, oh, I'm, re- I'm, I'm really trying to see the brighter side here, but that was not helping me. Like, I, I want to see the brighter side and see that maybe Lee Shin won't be the sacrificial lamb of this story, but it is really looking like you're right, and I wish you weren't. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> it just, at this point, it is what it is. This is a thing Ron does every chance he gets. But the one thing, part of this that we didn't really um, touch on is, um, and we can kind of touch on it both here and in our next um, headline, is Rafe and Gabby, like, their scenes this week were Rafe is best when he's in brother mode. Rafe, I really like the scenes. Rafe is great as a supporting character. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. He does him as lead just always rubs people the wrong way and always rubs me the wrong way. But I don't hate him. It's just that he works really well when he's supporting. Even when he was voicing his frustrations about his situation to Gabby, it still worked. Yeah, which that gives me the perfect segue into our next headline of Rafe and Gabby also discuss Rafe's insecurities over Eric, which proves to be valid because the closer Eric and Jada become, the more bothered Nicole gets. Um, I really loved that Gabby was like, yeah, you kind of have a reason to be concerned. And he kind of does because Nicole is acting very green-eyed monster here. Like, Won't shut up about it. <laughs> which I, I, the Eric Cole fan of me is like yay like but then the regular fan of the show is something like what the hell exactly because it's like you're married to a whole other person and like you chose this you chose this great love you think you have but yet you can't seem to shut up about your ex and the thing and- is like I honestly feel like a lot of this and she won't cop to it. I don't think she's ready to like admit it. But I think a lot of it is regret because had she not rushed that wedding, her and Eric would have been together. Yeah, they yep. would we wouldn't be here right now. Yep, because and that that I think because Eric was one hundred percent showing up to tell her, "I still love you. I want us to be together," and she came back married and couldn't leave. And I think she knows what he was going to say, which is why she's so bothered that he's moving on. Because in her mind, it's like, well, you were supposed to wait. Not even that. It's like two weeks ago, you were about to tell me you love me. And here you are about to move on with another person. And I'm just but I'm just like you. And I love that people are calling her out like you're married, like you're with Rafe. You love Rafe. Why does it matter if Eric was going to sleep with Jada or not? Eric could be fucking Jada in the town square and it would not be Nicole's business. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And I like and Eric and Jada are really freaking cute. And I don't like but, it. I'm pissed off because they're going to make me like it. <laughs> but but then Yeah, again, we know we're not going to get it. Feel, then again, I also feel Nicole because I'm very much of the sound mind of that's mine. I wasn't done with it yet. So what's going on? 
but also, yeah, you got to grow the fuck up a little bit. And just be real, Nicole. Don't fuck it up. You you have a she, even if she's married, you have a chance to just be honest right now and end it before it gets worse. You've literally like, been married for a week. Yeah, it's that. Uh, no, hold on. I know it ain't been a week. I know it ain't been a week. You, you know, know how sale of time works, right? Yeah, listen, no, what did we talk no, about? We don't. You're lying. For me. <laughs> ain't no way. I don't think that I am. I think it's only it's been, been like a week. It's been a fucking month. Oh my. She still has time to annul it. Even if it has been hey. a month, she still has time to annul it. <laughs> so it's I been mean, a week and, since I mean, Abigail died. You know what? Listen. <laughs> time always moves weird in Salem. <laughs> Well, no, because they, 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 they I'm done. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> this is sensory overload for me. And he's been so busy trying to solve Abigail's murder that I don't think that they've had time to consummate it marriage. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. He's the less word than the actual suspect. <laughs> well, true, but and we'll get and we'll get there. But I'm just saying, like, you know, we haven't exactly seen them in marital bliss, which thank you. Nobody wants to see that. So we're completely fine not seeing it. I'm gonna be real. If we did see them, if if Urkel is really the story. If we did see them, I don't think it would be bliss. I think they would find shit that's going wrong themselves. But right now they're not together, so they can't really see the cracks. Well, Rafe is seeing them. He's just ignoring them. He won't address it with her. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's clear. He's to... He clearly sees it. But he he may also think it's just him. Which is why he spoke to Gabby, and Gabby was like, "Um, yeah, you have a right to worry." <laughs> I wish he would have said. I wish he would have said, "Divorce her. <laughs> just, just, just leave now, because you know how this is going to go." Right? Because we're supposed exactly to be in. Like, we're supposed to be in like the blissful honeymoon phase. It Why? <laughs> right? Why are you insecure? We haven't, we haven't even seen them in his house yet. We're we, having lunch, and you bringing up your ex, day my subordinate. Yeah. Not. yeah exactly and they they were trying to give cuteness in in the basic black office and failing miserably i didn't have an issue with them it's just i don't want to see this story because i know it's doomed (laughs) so just let's get to what we're supposed to be getting into does it feel michael that they are definitely setting up eric nicole and rafe to be john marlena and roman Yes, but the thing is, Wraith ain't worth all this, and, and, not. and not to be not no not to be an asshole about the character or anything. It's just like, what has he done? Even where Nicole I'm is like, concerned, what has he done? What like have it's you just done for me lately. Like what has he done? They they don't have kids. They don't have a right. house together. They don't, like I have. They don't have a lot of history romance that makes him worth all this. They, if I had, I, I'd be all for this story. But honestly, it's I think the journey they took to get here is it, it's very Carrie and Austin in the sense that they went through so much shit with Ava to justify this relationship that now that they have it, they don't feel like they can walk away. Basically, that's what it is, and it's even not because. Let us go back to the beginning. Ava dead as as the both of them. Do I need to back off? Do I need to take myself out of the equation? 
are y'all, you know, y'all are y'all feeling each other? Just let me know. Yeah. And Ray did the same thing with Nicole when he proposed. (laughs) (laughs) Like she asked them repeatedly. He did multiple times. So like all that shit that they went through, they went through because they wanted to go through it. They're making like choices. I'm just they're making <laughs> yeah. choices and they're making bad ones consistently. And Nicole did the same thing because Eric, I mean, Rafe straight up said when he proposed, are like, are you hesitating right now because of Eric? Do I have reason to be concerned? And because she thought he was a priest at the time, she Okay, now to be fair on that one, she thought he was a priest then. And let's but be real, if even, she was if he was still a priest, she would still be lusting after him. Like it's just well, no, no, her the, feelings no, were the still issue her... arises. The issue arises when you try to rush after you found out he wasn't a priest anymore. At that yeah. point, you're running. But before when she thought he was a priest, I had no problems. After that, that's when you lost me. Because now you know he's an option and you're trying to run away from so and they're at not... this point. It's like, and it, well. And the one thing that would make that understandable for me is if she said I'm running because I don't want to get hurt again he left me and he broke me and I don't want to risk that again they're not having the conversations that I wanted them to have yeah and, and that's even, what's making the story fall flat they need yeah. to have a discussion why does Eric keep running why does Nicole keep self-destructing like and even if they don't have the conversation with each other, I need Nicole to tell Chloe or Brady, whichever one, or both of them. Hey, that, hey anyone. And just tell somebody that instead of getting defensive when they call her on her feelings for Eric, admit it. Hell, she could have said it to Paulina and Abe. Honestly, I thought she was going to have the discussion with Abe, but Paulina came back too quick. And then if she had said, I have these feelings, but I can't let myself go there. Because every time we're together, we fall apart. And every time we fall apart, I break a little bit more each time. If all she had to say was that, and that would make everything she's doing with Rafe right now make a little bit more sense. But you're trying to tell me that she loves Rafe more than she ever loved Eric? I call bullshit so hard. No, I think the only other man that she ever loved that much was EJ. And at least that makes sense. And even that was weird because it was more about the baby than EJ. Yeah. But I, they're definitely. I like, like how we just erased Daniel Jonas. Love that for us. Fuck that man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, th- this story is hitting some beats well, in that Eric is owning the things that he's done wrong, in regards to them. But it's also missing a lot of beats that could make this story as strong as it could be. But I am very curious to see where we're going to go from here. And I think unless we have anything else to say on this particular topic, we can move right into our next headline. Protect Jada at all costs. That's all. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Go to and the I'm... next story. <laughs> okay. Xander and Sarah are closing in on... Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak into the prison to get her records and find out she went missing the day of the murder and that she so she spoke to Ava and Leo both before and after the murder. They... Now granted okay they... first of all one I am loving Xander and Sarah right now because like they're they finally found a way to make them the comedic hijinks couple that work. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they oh, they're do doing a lot of work. Though. 
with making me like them again because by the time she left i was glad her ass was in that trunk but see me too they're funny and they're not overbearing anymore I you know what it is question, though. go ahead and then, and then i'll say what i was gonna say when is they gonna let xander and sarah get mad Man, listen. Yeah, I'm, At I'm, this I'm, point, we deserve a wedding. wedding. A big, a big St. Luke's wedding with all <laughs> the whole cast. Like, I open think, your purse, Peacock. I think at this point, we're probably going to get it once she's completely clear of Abigail's murder. Then they will get a wedding. But I, I do want to say that, like, I think what's different now with Xander and Sarah in that these comedic, yes, there are comedic hijinks and there are things that are happening that are funny and hilarious, but there's dramatic weight to why they're doing these things. Yeah. yeah. They have to do these things to clear her name. They have to do these things in order to be able to live the life they always wanted to. Before they were doing these things just to do them and nobody gave a fuck. At all. And she was like Betty Boop on steroids, as you hear. Yes. Yeah. And and they have toned that down and given them some depth, and it it, it really it really it does it works and it works so well. It just makes me happy, to be honest. Like I literally watch their scenes and I just get happy. I holler when she was in that damn dumpster. He'd be like, "Get out!" <laughs> She's like, "Look, the, somebody got to look for it." Listen, listen. The thing with what she said. When she said that I am going undercover with the leprechaun man, I that die. Was funny because with, I did not the, expect his accent. <laughs> with the Lucky Charms leprechaun, I was on the floor. I on the floor, just dead on the floor. But I will say, like, if you're going undercover as a priest, maybe don't tongue your fiance in the warden's office while wearing a priest collar. <laughs> Save that shit for role play at home. Once again, I'm coming to you as a Xander fan, reminding y'all that he is very, very pretty, but we have never claimed that he was very smart. Oh, that was also directed at Sarah because Sarah's a whole ass doctor, has a brain in her head. Sarah has a brain for priests. (laughs) Oh my God. Not wrong. And but like you should know if you're undercover and his cover is a priest, maybe don't maybe wait until after you get the info you need. Right, but I understand, Sarah. Listen, I get it because I, I would have too. Right. Not there. There's a time and a place, and that was not it on either front. <laughs> the one thing I I will say too, though, is like they have all of this information, but y'all, that's fruit of the poisonous tree. Y'all got that illegally. So you can't yeah. exactly take that. To- that's the whole bug in this story. Everything they're doing, they can't use legally. Yeah, it's all fruit of the poisonous tree. And and Jada is such a law and order cop that she would sooner slap the handcuffs on them for stealing the evidence than she would clear her, clear Sarah's name for murder. I love her, by the way. <laughs> Jada will get me, too. I love her in cop mode, because she's, like, sick of their bullshit. She's like, why the fuck would I ever do that? She could be lying. So like, well, Lucas <laughs> was lying. So could she. Like, it's not that. <laughs> Y'all have no proof. What do you want to do? And is she and I said that I said this last week on the podcast, but I don't think, I think, you know, you were, you weren't here, Nick, so I'll say it again now. She's doing it in a way that She's saying everything the audience usually says, but she's doing it in a way that doesn't come off over the top. 
Like yeah. she's not Trask about it. No. She's very common sense about it. Yeah. But yeah, and just fi- like, I love that Xander and Sarah have the, the info now. And I love that they're kind of like discounting Leo because he's Leo and they're like, I mean, he's annoying, but I don't think he's going to be capable of murder. Right. And then like Xander is so quick to want, like he wants to go talk to Ava immediately. And Sarah's like, um, honey, she's just going to deny it. You actually have to have proof. What are we doing? <laughs> What's wild to me though. And, and we're, yes, I'm going back to this. Cause I, as I said, being well, let let's call it hood adjacent. <laughs> I have I have accepted a jailhouse phone call or three in my day. <laughs> All of those calls are recorded. Recorded. Thank you. Gwen and Ava. <laughs> okay, Gwen and Ava planned the whole ass prison break on the jailhouse phone. Without even using code words. And nobody's clocked that? Come on now. I mean, I mean that needs to... And like, <laughs> right? Like, I'm just saying at some point that needs to come back up. If it doesn't, is, I'm be looking at everybody funny. That's just bothering my soul. Well, I already am. And I, I, <laughs> Mind I you, the first time she brought up the prison break, was in the middle of the fucking comp, like common room where it's being recorded with audio. I'm not getting it. I, uh, I almost wish that they had found a recording of the conversations and not just the logs of them. They're, they're somewhere because people do listen. People do listen to those calls. People do read the letters before they're sent out. People do read the letters before they're given to the... Like... That's what happens in actual jail. Are we sure that's what happens in Salem jail? <laughs> <laughs> like I know Salem jail is a is a alternate universe unto itself, but like y'all are y'all are doing a lot right. Now. Y'all are asking me to overlook a lot right now. I mean, this is the same jail that lets people in and out like a fucking drive through. Hello, Clyde. Uh, <laughs> and even like. Gwen was able to escape for hours at a time and nobody was nobody was the wiser. So no one like, was alarmed, no sirens went off, no nothing. Nothing. She was no, sleeping she in the missed, library. Like she missed bed check. And I listen, I've watched enough procedurals and crime things to know that like when a prisoner goes missing, alarms go off and people go and people start searching. Nobody did shit. She was able to just mosey back on into the prison like nothing ever happened. Abigail would have locked so her doors had she known Gwen was out. So that automatically tells me that Salem prison security measures or um, whatever you want to call it are not necessarily up to snuff. So maybe they should be doing those things, but they don't. And considering the previous warden of this prison was going to let somebody sit in a jail cell, knowing that they weren't actually who was supposed to be there, just because it was too much of a hassle to try to prove that they weren't Bonnie Lockhart, tells me everything I need to know. I was so happy that that guy was no longer the warden, by the way. But I feel like we have, we have kind of <laughs> ventured, like we always right. do. But I think we that should be our cue to move into, honestly, one of my favorite parts of the whole week. Um, 
Chad is having a hard time coping with his grief. After a talk with Jennifer, he makes things right with Thomas after their fight and they go out for frozen yogurt. While there, Thomas sees Leo and tells Chad about seeing him at the house the day Abby died, which makes Chad drag him to the Salem PD for questioning. Clyde has, meanwhile, with a little assistance from Brady and Chloe, identified Leo as the man he bought the bracelet from and tells that to the cops. First of all, any scene with Chad and Thomas will now make me cry. Any scene with Thomas. Any scene with Thomas, I love because he propaganda amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the little boy is right. I love that little boy. So propaganda. Okay. <laughs> okay, when he said little, what he said, "Hi, cousin Sean." I was like, I was, oh, see, ah! that was the big, that was the biggest piece of propaganda. <laughs> He's so adorable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hate that you were sort of like that little boy. It is. <laughs> Carrie is such a good little actor. Oh my gosh. See, I like the actor. They will not make me like the character. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not going to happen. I don't like property. That's giving it. That's giving it. That's giving it's working. Right? And I've been there with Hollyoaks 10,000 times over. So I get it, sir. Trust me. Mm, They won't be changing my mind. Nope. As they're already halfway to doing it. But I just the scenes with Thomas and 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 Chad when they had the whole conversation about the fight and then like oh like just everything about that whole scene was so good. I was I had I was trying to put off going back to work because it's half like the scenes were airing in the episode like right <laughs> as my lunch break was ending. And I was sobbing my face off. I was like, oh my God. Like it's they're just magic together and it's so cute. It really but Thomas can I comes just off so say, mature. It's weird. <laughs> like he's he's only girl. like six. Yeah. He's so cute. He's adorable. But also I would just like to say that Thomas Demira and I are on an accord. Because <laughs> he was like, going. Where <laughs> listen? My man just he he didn't care about nothing them adults were talking about. He just wanted to know where his fifty dollars was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's just so cute. <laughs> and I respect that. <laughs> I will not. He was like, I don't want to be mad, but also when you talk to him, tell him he owes me 50 bucks. I was like, oh He's my like, God. He owes you a lot more than that. Next time is going to be telling y'all to pay y'all war bonds and I will not be filing for it. <laughs> and also this this was a little moment, but after t- like after they had, they had um, made peace and they were having Having frozen yogurt and his tooth came out and mm-hmm. he asked Chad to hold on to it. Propaganda. And he's like, Sir, hush. <laughs> and, he, and he said, Will you hold on to this for me? And Chad was like, You you trust me? You trust me to do something that important? He's like, Well, mommy did, and you're gonna have to do some of the things that mommy did now. Like that whole scene he's just melted my That heart. was another big piece of what? <laughs> <laughs> Propaganda. <laughs> What, that's what we're dating he, this episode. Yeah, I was gonna say right? he he just like he's so he's he's he comes off so, like such a little adult, and it's weird. But I've never, I've honestly never thought about what little kids have to go through when they lose a parent, especially at that age, and they have to start thinking logically. Okay, well, mommy's not here to do this, so who's gonna do it for me now? Daddy's here; he can do it. And, I and then, that. like I love even even the scenes with Jennifer and and Chad, yes. where Jennifer where Jennifer. Was- was like he was afraid that you were gonna leave him like his mother did i was like oh my god i was katie, like katie mclean as the the quote unquote, i don't know if i'm gonna call her this but the, as jennifer as the matriarch 
the grieving mother and the grieving grandmother trying to just hold her family together for as long as she can. I really, I really enjoy her doing that. Yeah. Because I loved her scenes with JJ. Now I love her scenes with Chad. I love her scenes with Thomas. Give me more of Jennifer in family mode. It was, it was very much giving Alice Horton, Whoa. honestly, because that's like, that's exactly what Alice would do. She would be there to help and to coach. And then as soon as things were okay, she would send them off for some bonding time. It's exactly what Alice would do. Yeah, that was that was cute. Oh, it was it was so good. And then I loved I loved um the whole like when when Leo like when he saw Leo and he pointed at him and then you know Chad dragging him to the police <laughs> station and then <laughs> Chad made a citizen's arrest. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, fast enough for me, damn it! <laughs> and then he demanded Rafe get down there. Uh-huh. He called. I mean, he ain't wrong. <laughs> and Rafe listened. <laughs> this is the first time I ever said that about Chad. He ain't wrong. I just love how everybody is doing Rafe's job, but everybody. Rafe. Thank you. Every day, he don't. He just won't get And like Sean, Sean is back from paternity leave for 0.5 seconds and is already doing more on this case than Rafe did the entire time the case has been active Riff is just he's just collecting a check at this point much when like he Caitlin, cashes it he needs to get that, that baby his dollars <laughs> 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 I wanted I really wanted to see the one-on-one scenes with um Jada and Thomas because I just wanted to see what they talked about <laughs> because those two seem like they have the most sense in Salem right now <laughs> I did I did love the scenes with Thomas Chad, Jada, and Sean. Yeah, like the four, like it was just such a an interesting little, like fun little group and fun way to kind of get the information out. Yeah. And then like Leo trying to lie. Like Thomas just looking at these people like, okay, but my fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Where like where's my money? I want my money. Right. <laughs> and of course, because you know. Because he's, you know, he's a Demera and they have money, a tooth will cost $50. Right? <laughs> to him, that is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> because to them, $50 is like $10. That's all, you know. But I have to say, and like, I I, I enjoy, like, the whole Brady, uh, Brady, Chloe, Leo thing, and Leo looking for a job at Basic Black was weird, but I realized later it was to service them figuring out that Leo was the one that Clyde bought the jewels from. They could have just ran into him in the square, but okay. But I, it it was, I mean, I get it. It was just weird and random, and it didn't need to happen. It really did it because I'm like, like I'm like, what the fuck are you even doing there? Like they know, like this is bullshit. And then, um, although I did enjoy Leo, Leo uh, throwing the drink in Clyde's face, that was quite pleasing to me. Not even gonna lie, <laughs> I rewound that a few different times because I was like, I was so confused because I looked down for like two seconds and then I, I looked up and all I see is Clyde wiping his face and Leo running out of the restaurant. <laughs> it was funny to me because I've done that before. So. Wait, you've thrown the drink or had the drink landed on you? Thrown the drink. <laughs> Childish, like <laughs> just say I'm leaving. I mean, like, you get out of pain for something. <laughs> well, that wasn't even about that. He was just trying to run from the cops. Yeah, that too. But anyways, let's move on. 
Yeah, and now you know Le- Leo is about also, to leave because they kind of called him just off of. Also, I can like Clyde and Nancy when I visualize him as Crew Piper and Phoebe Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do for now. No, that man is. I because still want him dead. What nope. they're presenting to me is not nice. I don't like that. So I'm going to just switch it into my favor because this isn't it. It's like I have like James Reed is a treasure. It, he's not the problem. It's he's just Side West yeah. is the problem. It, it's that's the Hollywood sister stand. <laughs> I like him. It's just that's pedo. That that's just it's it's pedo prison peen, and we can do better. Yeah, so w- what I'm going to do is I'm just going to visualize him as that character and go about my day because this, it seems like they're not getting rid of it anytime soon. But this is October. It, so I'm just going to, yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming gonna, he ends up back in jail. Yeah, something's so, before he died. But I, I did like Well, wait, that, isn't she leaving in October too? It, it sounded like they were both leaving in October. I'm not sure. Oh. Not yeah. How long is his parole? Right? How long is his parole? Um, a couple years, I think. Because I was gonna. Say, well, this is days, so that don't even matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going. Pardons galore. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that he does something to wind up back in jail. She winds up heartbroken because she thought he was changing and he didn't, and she's just going to leave to go back to New York. Good. That's just my that's just my guess. I could be way off base, but that's like I would like that, but I totally see them. I totally see them giving Clyde and Nancy a a happily ever after. I listen. You can only work with what they've given you. I understand Uh, it. (laughs) I I don't want Craig and Nancy back together. No, I don't want that. If Nancy went back to New York and got back together with Craig, Craig don't want her. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm pissed. Let me. I'm gonna say something really messy. Let me hush. But listen, I was gonna too. But th- I'm just saying that man is on Fire Island right now. <laughs> oh, no, okay. And if you know, then you know. I'm sc- okay. Let's just- <laughs> let's just move right along. Yeah. Into- I'll ask for the explanation off air. <laughs> All right, so our last headline, and we're, we're heading into something equally as messy, so Lord help us here. Alex meets Chanel and Allie and asks them both out on a date, which they surprisingly accept. What did we think? First of all, Alex is okay. chemistry with both of them. Okay, y'all, I'm going to say something real nasty, and I'm going to take, <laughs> take their angle, okay? I'm gonna say, knew it was I'm, coming, so go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. I knew it was coming just based on what he was saying when the episode was airing. Go ahead. I'm I'm just going ahead and put my dollar in the jar because I'm going to say a podcast. No, no. If this storyline is going to be messy, I hope it's messy with squirt and semen. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put my dollar in the jar. Oh, I mean, hey, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I didn't expect that either, but that wasn't, it was, no, let me just not. Shh. Raven, <laughs> Raven, Raven uh, Bowens, Raven Bowens has, like Raven Bowens could have chemistry with a brown paper bag, and I would chip it. Like I, she's listen. They were flirty as fuck, and they like, were. It, it was such a mind fuck for me because, like, granted, we didn't see much together of Chanel and Ben. I think they had like one scene, and it was a group scene with with Allie and and Sierra. Um, 
but there was like no hint of chemistry at all there. Like they, like it was just, they were just existing in a scene. And yet Chanel and Alex, holy mother of chemistry. I like Alex. Alex is giving me youthful J.I.U.M. vibes. Just a scoundrel. And I like that. Yeah, <laughs> Alex is working for me too. And I wasn't sure if he would. Even well, down to the glasses. I don't like those glasses. He needs black frames. Those look. He needs the. Weird. The thing is, Robert Scott Wilson owns a pair of black frames. Just let him use his own damn glasses, please. Because the clear, these clear ones ain't clear doing ones it for me weird. at all. It, it's it's like putting a neon sign on his face that says these are fake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I did like the scenes with Alex and Chanel a lot. I'm not going <laughs> to ship it because they won't give it to me. However. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't like where this is going because I don't trust them. I don't trust Ron. Make him a thruffle. I would like to see it. But uh, well, it's it's gonna go to south. It's gonna go south very quickly next week because oh, I don't think you can enjoy. I don't think the show, man. I don't think the girls are going to be receptive to his idea to shower together. Thank and God. I think they're, I think they're going to leave him sitting. But didn't Hillary say we are better together? You know what, sir? <laughs> sir? They they haven't done enough work with Ali and Chanel for me personally. So throwing them together and then throwing another man into the situation would just be weird. And it feels like a if it, that. Let me be real. That promo felt like something ABC would have ran back in the day. Like I'm just like this felt. Our, our lesbians uh, are hotter than your lesbians. <laughs> that's that's what it felt like. It's, mm, 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 mm. I think I know. I think I know where you're going, Dylan, because a lot of people on Twitter went here when they saw that. It's- well, there's there's two things. Like like first, it's giving very much Felix, Brad, and Lucas, and like we've already oh, done this. Man. We've already I'll done this. Switch. We've already done this. And then secondly. Um, it's giving very much. It's very male gazy. Yeah, like yeah. That part. That's, that, it that feels it, like Brian Franz was in the edit, was in the editing room for the promo. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, I think the promo is edited by a woman. It's it's very. Uh, you could tell that there's not a. You can tell this came from the mind of a man. It just mm. you can just tell there was not a queer woman involved anywhere in there, and I'm just very, uh, very much given straight dudes porn hub search. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm you know, you're not you're not she's alone. not lying. You're also she's not, not alone in thinking that because a lot of people clocked it on Twitter, and I was actually very curious uh, what your take on that was going to be and on what their scenes were this week in general yeah it's like that whole thing where people have the misconception that lesbians are more like lesbians or women who love women are more quote-unquote accepted in media and the reality is it's not so much as acceptance as it is fetishes being fetishized like yeah that's it mm. yeah the a less, lot of it. like the less said the better that did not feel good yeah it's ex- and it, the thing is it's expected based on how they've presented alex it's expected but if that were just the only issue 
fine. It's just, it's the overall execution of it. And then the promo, it just didn't help. And even if, even though they do, apparently if they do turn him down, it's still, I think they do. It still feels weird. Cause are they, are you going to write an actual story for them after this? Like, or are you just putting them together because they were the couple to root for? And it's like, the thing is like, I, Hey, I would personally love to see like daytime open up a little bit and start like giving us like poly couples or open relationships or whatever but it's like that's where i'm going with this not like this this is <laughs> this is very much giving uh eric's erectile dysfunction and mandingo over there on oh, the gold and the beautiful no. and- <laughs> <laughs> and like we're just gonna back that train right on up and turn it around because this yeah did it did it make it better that Allie called him on it and he admitted it or did that make it worse it wasn't even like uh I don't want to sound like I was like offended because I wasn't really offended it was uncomfortable like, not even that it was just like oh here this Unnes- shit again. unnecessary yeah it was we've just, been there done that it's been you're yeah. been doing it on tv for how long now like, right exactly come up exactly. with can you come up with something else like <laughs> that's what we need <laughs> goodness like this how when was the last time we had a lesbian couple on daytime uh All my children yeah, well, no, I mean, Olivia like, and Natalia on Guiding Light, but I don't. Were they? I mean, well, they I mean, together. like you've got Tessa and Mariah over there on YR, oh. but we don't really get to see. Them. Oh, oh, damn! The I way forgot. we all forgot. <laughs> I mean, they don't let them and, do anything. And that's that's my worry. Is are we just putting Ali and Chanel together just to put them together because they were the couple to root for all along? What are you gonna do with them after this? I hope there's a plan. I think the question is, what is Alice gonna do to them? She don't need to do nothing to them. He's he, not going to do anything to them. He's going to offer a suggestion and they're going to leave him, I think. Well, I have some suggestions. Yeah, well, Nobody want to hear your suggestions, sir. We're not on Peacock yet, sir. Oh, God. Those, yeah, I have some flashcards right here. Give me one second. Now, I do want to see him in a scene yeah. with somebody else. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Cause I don't yeah, want to jinx it. Dark. I I want to I don't want to jinx it. Cause I hope it does happen. I just want to see one scene. I just want to see one, just one. I mean, if it's who I think it is, there's a good possibility that it could happen. Oh, please! You would have made me say it on the air. So Nick. she knows who it is. It's Jada. <laughs> oh, I've been claiming that. Too, I want to. I want to see it so be bad. so pretty. Okay. I, know, I feel. I, I just feel like I want to see her cuss. Right I want to see her cuss him out, and I want to see him get I, turned on by it. I just want to see it, like because I know the way you're gonna right get now. Scene. We couldn't do that with Johnny and Allie because given the given, and we yeah. don't do that over here. But, <laughs> but yes, Alice ain't related to neither one of them. They all look good together. I would like to see. You may like to, but you won't. See, I think it wouldn't. I think it would have hit differently if it were coming from them and their perspective. Yeah, uh, I see what you're saying. Like if they was like, "Ooh, look at that man over there," I would like double team. I, I I will say I liked the aspect of Chanel only wanting to say yes to this because she basically just wants to 
use him for his money. Seduced. Asking <laughs> these niggas. <laughs> they drink. City girls. It was very city girl of the of Chanel. It, rem- it reminded me of when Precious was in the room. Of my Miami legend. Of my Miami legend. Very on brand. But I do think an Alex Jada scene is likely because I feel like Alex is going to do something and. Oh, I want to see her cuffing. I just <laughs> that, exactly like I feel like Alex is gonna... like the third time you just say something. Like this. <laughs> showing your slip. Stop, man. I feel this like Alex is gonna to do show. something that's gonna make it like to somebody, and like the cops are gonna get called, and he's gonna get dragged away. Like Alex is just messy enough to like try something with the wrong person and wind up in jail because of it. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> But that is it for our headlines. So now we are going to move into in other news. We have Jada and Sean get to know each other. And it is revealed that Jada has an ex-husband. Belle encourages Eric to date Jada. Belle moves back home. Brady offers Kristen joint custody in exchange for leaving basic black. And she declines. Johnny and Ava get to know each other. When Allie puts Johnny on notice over her relationship with Chanel, Ava makes her feelings on Allie and what happened with Trip known. Alex and Sonny argue over Alex's new job at Titan. So Dylan, why don't you start us off and pick your another news pick? Um, I'm gonna go with Belle encouraging Eric to date Jada. I see you in your messy boots, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I picked that up too, <laughs> and I like that. Like, and the thing is, I know I have been dragging Belle for weeks, but this is the kind of messy that I could kind of get behind because. It's Gib and Dixie. It's Duke Edmund to Maria. Right? It's <laughs> sis. It's like you're not fooling anybody, but I'm going to let you make it with this because this kind of aids my agenda. <laughs> it goes against mine, but at the same time, it's like, you messy bitch. I fucks with that. Right? Like, okay. Okay. And honestly, I'm just loving having Belle and Eric in scenes together because we never got it. We're getting Belle with her brothers again, and we haven't gotten that with Martha in the role very much at all. Like, I think her and Brady have seen each other more in, like, the last month than they did the entire time that Martha's been on the show. Yeah, because at one point I went, what are you in scenes together? Oh, they're siblings. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I just like the fact that Belle is not about to do the Nicole. Belle has looked around. She has read the room and she has decided, okay, that over there is mine and I'm going to stick beside him. So whatever the situation is, is not about to occur. (laughs) And and like, yes, it's hypocritical, but she's standing in it. So I'm going to let her rock. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, listen, I don't know what the status of my marriage is right now, but I want the chance to find out if you can remove this obstacle from my path. Please do so. Right, basically. I may not want him right now, but that don't mean I want someone else to have him. (laughs) It's like the last piece of chicken. If I put it in the refrigerator, I don't want anybody else to touch it. I don't care how long it's been sitting there. I'm going to come back to it when I come back to it. Like, it's messy. It's messy as hell. And it's not fair. And it's hypocritical. And I I am acknowledging all of that. But it's so entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's, right? It is highly entertaining. And therefore, I, 
I would like her to continue on this path. This is pleasing to me. Yeah. Um, and and since you ca- I'll go next because mine kind of works with yours. Um, and my another news pick is Jada and Sean getting to know each other, and it's revealed that Jada has an ex-husband. Um, first of all, I just the disappointment that Jada had when she clocked that wedding ring. I mean, and then I understand. I, I get it. <laughs> and then I'm very curious to know who her ex-husband is. Because they've mentioned him twice. <laughs> they, they keep mentioning she was married. Her ex-husband gonna be Brandon. Oh. And that's really gonna cause smoke between her and Nicole. I'm here for this. Please. That actually, I feel that, like they keep bringing him up, so it's gotta be someone either that we know or someone that they plan on bringing in. That's why I say Brandon. I would actually really like that. I wouldn't have an issue with Brandon, but I don't... <laughs> You don't trust the show to bring him on? No, that part. Um, I don't, yeah, I just don't see Brenda ever showing up again. I just don't. I feel like, for some reason, I feel like her ex-husband's already on screen. Who? I think it, I don't, it's maybe a stretch, but it could be Alex. Nah, if Alex were married before, we would know. Would we? And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) If he randomly got married, Maybe straight out of college, and it didn't last. No, nah, this sounds like an actual like thing that was. Yeah, this sounds like a long term relationship that that they tried yeah. to make work, and it didn't. It does not match with Alex's vibe at all. And if Alex had been married, I'm pretty sure somebody like Victor would have mentioned it in his rant about how he's bringing women home. Like, what would his ex wife think about all this shit, or something like that? Hmm. We would have had hints. I don't think so. Yeah, that like- would have been the first thing Justin would have brought up, honestly. Where's Jada? Where's your wife? Because I feel like I feel like her husband is gonna either her ex-husband rather is yeah. gonna be someone that we know or it's going to be someone that they introduce. I feel like it could be a doctor. Let me see. I'm trying to see who's on canvas right now. Brandon. He's not on canvas. <laughs> No, I'm just, there, I was answering the doctor thing. There's nobody currently on canvas she could be married to. She could. They're divorced. They're not married now. No, but I mean, there's nobody currently on canvas who came in recently been. that she could have been married to. There's not. There's no way because all the men, all the men that are currently on the show, we been we on the show have been on the show and haven't been gone long enough to explain a marriage and there isn't even somebody currently on screen who has an ex-wife we've never heard of like we've never seen uh, there's i'm not, not going to go there with this one i was i was thinking another character but i don't think they give a shit about him either so no who <laughs> cool. no let's go ahead <laughs> no you gotta say, yeah, let's it. say it lee we still don't know anything about him but i don't I, again that's someone they don't care enough about to actually write that for because she said something about him it was they were both focused on work. I could see Lee being that type. Yeah, I could see it. But that actually does make sense. But I don't know. The elephant in the room right now is them throwing him under the bus. So I don't see that happening. But Michael, what is your in other news pick? Um, I'm going to go with the Brady and Kristen scenes. I thought they were going to fuck right there in my lame living room. I'm not going to lie. But they do <laughs> not need to go there. Ever um, again. Brady and Kristen is done. Dead. DOA maggot food. <laughs> Not maggot. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say worm poop. He said maggot. 
it ain't bones no more. It's dust. Stop. Let I am, it go. I'm intrigued by the possibility of them being adversarial as far as parenting. I, I, I don't want. I, I don't want them back together at all. I think what's bothering me the most out of this is that out of all the people who should be concerned about Kristen being out, they aren't showing them. Where is John and Marlena in this? Yeah. Well, question. It's been an issue. Yeah, I was gonna say for like a have, while. Like I, her, I her like... new obsession is the next generation. It's Brady. And that's been an issue for me for a while. Oh, well. (laughs) But John and Marlena should have an issue with Kristen being out because of everything Kristen did. To Brady. To Brady the last time she ran free. And, like, Kristen, John and Marlena should always have smoke for Kristen, especially after everything Kristen has done recently, not to mention everything she did before. And and it seems like with the, the recast, they just completely wiped that out. Yeah, John and Marlena have been weirdly absent this year in a lot of ways. Like Marlena's been used more so as the town doctor than to actually have reactions to things that her family is going through, which is kind of weird. And John's barely been seen all year. Like I think his episode count for the year total is 17 episodes. It's August. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> From January to August, which is seven months, he's only aired 17 times. That's wild. Yeah. Now, hopefully there's a big story coming this fall that they were banking guarantees for. But I don't know. It just it feels weird. Something something feels off. And I don't know if it's something happened with, with Drake behind the scenes and he couldn't work as much or it just something just feels weird. But um, but that's my choice. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I, I don't need Brady and Kristen fucking ever again. But mm-hmm. I would not mind like a custody suit what? with Rachel because I think what I think world will Kristen get custody? But oh wait, y'all. Her her record was expunged. Her record was expunged, and she was pardoned. They can't use her past crimes against her. Yes, they can because this is civil court, not criminal court. Yeah, yeah, that they can do. I mean, she's going to try whether or not she's going to win. I don't know, but we've seen un- unrealistic court outcomes in soaps before, so I wouldn't be shocked if she yeah, did win. Yeah, because ain't nobody with a gay Sammy that damn baby. I don't care. <laughs> Which time? Are, are we talking Henry or are we talking Will? We talking about Lil Henny. Because it makes no sense as to why a whole terrorist just got a baby. A oh literal God, terrorist. Okay. No, I'm not extending. She was a literal terrorist. <laughs> I know. I'm just leaving that over there. <laughs> but we shall move into our segments. Wait. Michael, do you have? Oh, I didn't okay, pick one. we're waiting. Oh wait, yes, I thought I, I thought you did. I'm so sorry, Nick. Go ahead. I was talking a lot, but I didn't pick one. Um, but it's Johnny and Ava. I like it. Uh, yes, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I good God, they're hot. I like it. I, I want. See? It. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Boo! We don't care. <laughs> I, I don't need it. And, I don't need it. I want you, it. Who, let me tell you why. Why? Days has a thing about making shit like this too serious when it doesn't need to be. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, Kate and Jake, for example. I'm not going down this rabbit But you know what, though? Like, I would not mind 
Johnny and Ava giving me a little Joe and Dorian. But see, yeah. they don't even know how they don't even know how to do that. And I <laughs> I, I don't want to go down there. I hole. think Ron would actually know how to do that because I think Ron was on staff as a staff writer of One Life to Live at the time that Joey and Dorian was happening. So he may be able to pull that off. That wasn't 88. That was 1994, <laughs> sir. Not old. 88. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Ah. Oh. But I will say, um, I get the feeling that, because like, Johnny went to Paulina to get help in breaking up Allie and Chanel. I don't think, Paul, we know Paulina won't help him. I wonder if Ava will. I'm not. I mean, like they got smoke for they sure. Mm-hmm. Because, th- like that whole that through that whole confrontation, I was like, "That little Are... bitch." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm sorry, Michael. Allie was right. Hey, she was. She was still a little bitch. You're just mad because she didn't pick the person you wanted her to pick. Mm, that might be true. She's been <laughs> annoying the hell out of me lately. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Allie wasn't, I mean, neither one of them were wrong, and that's what made the scene so good. Because Ava was complete, Ava was completely justified in feeling how she felt. And then Allie was completely right to say, You are not going to disrespect me and still think you can see my child. I just wanted Allie to leave so Johnny and Ava could continue eye fucking. That's what I want. Listen, <laughs> they, and I said it like the, and they both saw each other naked in the same episode. So you absolutely know they're gonna be fucking soon. All because that mansion. just do it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I want DJ to walk in like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Listen, she she doesn't have a valid uh, position of power at Demera because her and Jake are not actually married. She would if she married Johnny. That would be wild. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect marriage to come up in this conversation. <laughs> I, and that's way. exactly why I don't like it because it wasn't supposed to be this serious. Yeah, but if it's just a marriage of convenience and they're she's literally doing it just to actually get they don't the power know how she's to do that either. I eat Andre and Kate. Oh yeah. That was weird. That yeah. wasn't Ron though. That was not even though I liked was, it, it, it was it, weird. Again, they plural. They <laughs> they don't know how to do it. I'm not backing down on this point because there's evidence to this one. <laughs> Is there evidence that they don't know how to do it under Ron? Let's see. The cape is back on, Tony. Let's take that back off. I'm literally asking. We literally just went through Jake and Kate. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) But I I do want to see whatever Johnny and Ava are going to do. Yeah. They're hot. I wasn't expecting them to be because like I saw the spoiler and I was like, this is weird. I didn't I'll, I didn't think about this. I'll be honest. I think all the young guys that she shares scenes with, with the exception of uh Lucas Adams, because that plays his, she plays his mom, are attracted to her and it works. <laughs> because remember, remember, remember la- the last Joey and, and the way he was looking at her? Yeah, but I it did they didn't go there, but they could have. Yeah, but I can do it again with Johnny. I and you could see like even like Johnny was thinking back to seeing her naked at the end of that episode, and like Ron said that that the twin that wasn't picked is going to get spun off in a new direct uh, romantic direction relatively quickly after the choice was made, and here we are. And I have to say, I'm a lot more on board with this than I thought I would be. And so, having said all of that, Michael, do you have a read for us this week? Yes. It's to the propaganda pushes of days of our lives. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Leave Thomas alone. 
I will not. No, I will not. I wish I could, but they keep putting him on my screen with the cute little boy, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I will loathe those two kids until my dying day. But see, you could you could still loathe Charlotte all you want. Nobody's saying you have to change your mind. But the fact is, you're starting to like Thomas and you don't like it. So you are digging down and trying to pretend that you don't. No, no, no. It's, they get these cute little babies and think that it's supposed to change everything. And it will not be changing over here. I see, I see y'all slip. Y'all bathing in Windex. No. You know what? <laughs> we see each other. We good. It's okay to admit you're changing your mind. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm a decade into this hate. I'm not changing on it. You can't be a decade into this hate. The child has only existed when it for seven years. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> he said the sins of the father. That's funny. All right. So now we can move on to praise or shade. Nick, are you praising or shading? I'm praising. Um, Elia Cantu. I really Jada is animated. She's very like she has such a presence. I really like her. And I just want nice things for her. Don't set her up for failure. Give her a backstory. I really, really like her. Like whenever she's on screen, I'm paying attention closely. And her scenes when she was flirting with Eric, I was like, God, they're hot, but I don't want to shift. <laughs> and then she was talking to um Sean at the police station. I'm like, damn, it would be cute too. But I don't I'm not gonna do that either. Just give set her up for success. I really enjoy her because she's really, really good. Okay, yeah. question. What? Where would we put her that would question. set her up for success? Not with Rafe. <laughs> now you stop that now. Now you stop that. I, I, I don't think it would. Rafe I don't. Jada. I don't Maybe think it would. Actually, start doing his job. He fucking somebody ass. <laughs> I don't. It, it seemed to work for him before. <laughs> Did exactly. It? See. <laughs> most successful at his job when he was trying to clear the name of the person he was fucking. Exactly. So if he fucking somebody that he working with, he'll actually do his job. <laughs> I feel like I'll, I always feel like Rafe is just a dead end character because that's the way they treat him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they know. They see you there when they don't know what to do with you. Basically, and that worries me. Um, I don't know who, but um, I just would. I'm, I'm waiting to see. Even if they put her with Chad, that's gonna eventually turn into turn into an L because eventually they will bring Abby back. Or or they could just not get back together. They're, who would not get back together? Chad and Abigail. But they were together. I'm just died. saying. I'm just saying. The way we don't take death seriously on this show at all. Yeah, that bothers me a lot. Because that's what that was my issue when Abigail died in the first place. I just Chad is an option right now. I would entertain that. I like because, how you circle back around. Good job. Solely um. because Abigail <laughs> is dead at the moment. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't. I want. I would like to see what happens. 
I'm also want to I also want to see her in scenes with Alex because they would be hot. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100 percent right there with you. Yeah. I'm gonna like give you a gold it. star for that, Grandpa. <laughs> you did right. Because we was when going to Ramble City. <laughs> no, I was circling us back. Um Dylan, who's he your did pra- it on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, what's your praise or shade? Um, my praise is I'm praising, and I'm actually praising the direction that they're taking Kristen in right now. Hmm. This works for me. Me too. Like she's not like we're not running around with with masks. We're not like (laughs) it's she's not doing it for the D. We're like it's (laughs) this is this is working for me. She's about her daughter. She's about her business. She's getting into her family shenanigans. Like this is a Kristen that works for me. And I like she and her bag. Yes. She and her Birkin. And I like it. <laughs> Dumb shits and stories. <laughs> and this, this, this is how we keep Kristen as a long-term character. Yeah. Yeah. What I've like, noticed is she's very invested in rebuilding the Damaras overall. Yeah. And I really like that about that. About her. Which right. in all honesty, that is so in character because that's the reason Stefano brought her back to town in the first place. Yep. And honestly, it's it's she's technically carrying on Stefano's mantle in that sense, because in what where Michael and I are in classic days, 97, we're just getting to the point of why does EJ exist and EJ's entire existence was predicated on the fact that he wanted an heir and Susan was the genetically perfect match to produce said heir. So it kind of works that Stefano was so able like so focused on the future of the Damaris that I like that his daughter is now continuing that yeah yeah so it it works it's it's a very I feel like it's a viable character direction and I feel like it's a good character direction because for a minute there they had her it it wasn't looking good I wanted her dead so (laughs) so we've come a long way They had her in a year. They had her in over the top villain land, and it just it wasn't sustainable long term. So constant. It was just good God. Chris was always doing crazy shit. It's like yes, this this I I like this. Keep her here. This is a good space. And I'm very glad that the rumor about Jake being brainwashed into Stefan and then being used to tear apart Brady and Chloe was wrong. Hallelujah, because I was yeah. pissed when I heard that. <laughs> like, thank you, Facebook, for being wrong yet again. Thank God. We love we love you for that. Because it didn't even make sense. I'm like, he was they were never in love. Why would he suddenly be in love with Chloe? He liked Chloe. He probably wanted to he, he was more into her than she was into him. Yeah. So it would it would make sense that they backtracked into that mindset, but it it was it, I was just so well, glad deep. they didn't do that. It was yeah. I'm just glad they didn't do Yo, that. He was deeper in Gabby Stop. than he ever Stop. <laughs> we're, we're... Old... <laughs> Michael, are you praising or shading? Okay, since Nick took my praise, I have two shades. Uh-oh. Oh, you gonna blame me for this? <laughs> the first shade is Nick for being nasty. <laughs> oh, not, not, not you. I don't think that is so not your ministry, sir. I put my dollar in the jar. <laughs> exactly, which means you have no room to talk. Moving on. Okay, oh number one gosh. goes to it with being filthy. So filthy. And 
My shade number two. I was gonna praise Aaliyah Cantu, but Nick took it. Oh, the little boy who plays Thomas Demera. You will not be tricking me, little boy. <laughs> Your cuteness will not override my hatred for Thomas Demera. I'm sorry, kiddo. I hope you get all the little young performing Emmys because you deserve. But no, I will not be following for the propaganda. You are a mess. Leave Thomas alone. <laughs> no, no, I will not. Yes, yes, you will. No, I'm not taking my foot off his neck. Unless, all it's going to take is something to happen to that little boy. You're going to be upset. <laughs> exactly. Just like this is going to be just like when you thought you were going to have a party when Abigail died because you wanted to see Chad in pain and then it actually aired and you felt sorry for him and you didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to feel good to me now. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to hold you. Because now I'm yelling at the TV. Where was this energy six months before Abigail died, bitch? Non-existent. So there goes my sympathy. Non-existent. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, little boy. I, I like you and all. You're a good performer, but you picked the wrong character. Maybe you can be Henry in a few years. <laughs> Not you saying to bring the baby back is Henry. Yeah, because yeah, because this, this this he he booked a losing role for me. <laughs> The way you are protesting just lets us know that you, he's winning you over. Exactly. The actor he, is not the character. You, you are, he doth protest too much personified. <laughs> the actor is doing it for me, not the character. Again, I'm, I'm a decade long in this hatred. I'm not changing on it. I've been hating huh? Chad sure. and his seed since he got in the way. Oh, what the hell the character in that Cameron oh Davis? Oh my god! <laughs> Davis, good lord. You can't no, remember his name. <laughs> oh my god. I have been loathing that man and anything about him since he got in my way and took Abigail's flower. I have <laughs> But but he he got in the way, but it wasn't important enough for you to remember his name. I remember his name, Tony. I'm high as fuck. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. But well, he has been a thorn in my side for 10 young years, and the children added to that because then that meant Abigail never was going to leave. That's what my beef arose. <laughs> ah, so the real reason comes out. I, I figured it out the other day. <laughs> now she's stuck with him. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Hence why she ain't never fucking left. It took death for her to leave. Got it, sir. Okay. <laughs> And even that may not stick. Exactly. Hits uh, <laughs> my hatred. <laughs> anyway, we're going on to move on to my shade. Um, I'm shading again the wardrobe department of Days oh, of Our yes. Lives because I don't know what Ariadne Zucker has done to y'all, but that dress you had her in this week this was the about fifty thousand different Tony. shades of that ugly. Was a- Ugly. This the one time I'm a co-sign Tony on the print. That was an ugly design. And because it wasn't even just one print. It was literally every print thrown together in one design. And I don't was the person who designed this high? Because I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the concept of this outfit. I don't understand why it exists. I don't understand who would go shopping, look at this and say, let me purchase it and then put it on somebody to wear on television. 
But like, then again, no. when they hit, just they no. hit because Chloe looked good as hell this week. That was a print that worked, and it just, it, oh god, it's and then there are little Prince other are, things that the wardrobe department is at one time. It's just, it's just, it's ugly. It's uncomfortable to look at. I don't, don't like it. Make it stop. And that is my shade. Does anybody else have any final thoughts before I wrap this up? Um, down with Thomas the mayor. Protect Thomas and kill, <laughs> and kill Haley Colton. <laughs> Luke Spencer ain't on GH. We can always bring him around. You know what? Sorry. <laughs> no, we're done. And there are enough drunks in Salem. We don't have to get another one. <laughs> and oh, on God. that note, but, we are oh, going oh, to okay, leave. We can make Lucas make him a speed. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, Lucas is on his way to prison. We're good. We are not to be on the way to the morgue. That's all I'm saying. No, we are not doing that to Chad after he just lost his wife. We are that noise, and because I said so, and we're (laughs) right along. (laughs) You see, she could give you a reason. What has no reason I give you would be good enough to not deserve this? I'll wait. Exactly. I don't want to see a child death so soon after the death of a loved one. And on that note, we will catch y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Hopefully not Thomas. Bye. (laughs) Bye.